0: you are listening to the living strong podcast it is a movement to show that anyone out there in the world has the potential to become their best self and reach any goal they put their mind and heart to every week will be in your ears giving you tips tricks and stories that will get you off the couch and turn your life around thank you for listening welcome back guys to another episode of the living strong podcast before we get into this week's episode, I have a little update for you all. I recently started a YouTube page called Fit by Hit with Masseh, and it's basically going to be thirty under thirty-minute workouts, hit-style workouts that are going to be uh, fun to do. You don't need a lot of equipment. You might not even need any equipment at all for these workouts. And it's really to get people into. Uh, the the process of changing their life around by starting small. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need uh, crazy uh, weights at home and all that. You just need some basic equipment or no equipment at all, like I mentioned, and you could get an awesome workout in. So I'll be posting weekly hit videos and it's going to be fun because I'll be doing the workout while I post it. So you guys could uh, work out alongside me or you could just save it, write it down and uh, do those workouts uh, for yourself. So it would be a true uh, blessing if all of you guys go on to YouTube uh, after you listen to this episode and subscribe to the YouTube page. It's called Fit by Hit with Jaluma Maset. Now, this week's episode. It was an amazing episode. Uh, recorded it uh, earlier this week with uh, John, the guy behind OCR underscore Aru on Instagram. He is an OCR athlete as well as a family man, a principal at an all-girls school, believe it or not. And he just has uh, an amazing philosophy on how uh, we need to balance our uh, health, our fitness, our family, and our work life. And when you have everything balanced and when you're focusing on your health and your fitness, everything else follows through. So, uh, the podcast was amazing, like I mentioned. I can't wait to share it more with you guys. So, let's just jump right into it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong podcast. This week, I got John Ross-Wheely, is that how you pronounce your last name?
1: Uh, it's Wiley, ross Wiley. John
0: ross Wiley, John yeah. ross Wiley on it. the podcast <laughs> with us. Uh, he is uh, going to talk a bit about how he got into OCR and how he stays fit for obstacle course racing. And it's going to be an awesome little show for you guys. So John, why don't you talk to us a bit about yourself?
1: Great. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be on it. Um yeah, I guess first and foremost, I'm a I'm a family man. Uh, yeah, um, I've been married for going on 19 years nice. um, this September and uh, we have two great kids, uh, a 13 year old daughter and 11 an year old son, um, both of which who have, uh, have taken on some uh, OCR races uh, as well. Uh, trying good, to encourage good. that in them, uh, and then um, I guess on the on the day to day, I'm an elementary school principal. Actually, I work at an all all-girl, all girls school. Okay, um, and so I spend my days with about 220 uh, <laughs> elementary aged uh, girls, uh, okay. which is was a blast. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: So, how did how did you get into uh, obstacle course racing and all that from being in like uh, elementary? I guess you were before becoming a principal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, really, it uh, it came down to uh, the fact that I played sports my whole life, Um, and uh, in in high school, um, in particular, I got really into uh, into football and lacrosse as uh, my two major sports and uh I carried both into into college I played uh division 3 uh sports um football just for my freshman year of college and then lacrosse for the full 4 years that I was there okay um and uh post college just kind of looked for a way to stay active and um you know football and lacrosse unfortunately aren't sports that you can just go to a park and yeah find a bunch of people to play with, not like basketball or or even soccer to that, you know, where you might be able to just sort of find a game and, and jump right in. Yeah. Um, so I was really looking for something else to get into. And um, my first race uh, of all was in uh, 2014. Okay. And um, I, I found Rugged Maniac uh, was the okay. first series that I, I did. And that was in Brooklyn, New York um, at an old aviation station, I guess it was basically, okay. you know, um, big open area. And, um, I just had a blast with it. I mean, it was just, it was so much fun. Felt like a you know, kid in the playground. Um, and didn't go into it competitively at all. I was just sort of yeah, like, just what, for is, fun. what is this thing? And let me give it a shot. And had a blast with it, got muddy. Um, you know, the, the, the community around it seemed like it was going to be a lot of fun. And so I thought to myself, uh, I need to, I need to look further into this, into this sport. And, um, from there, I sort of stumbled upon Spartan race. Okay. And, uh, my first Spartan race was also in 2014. Uh, and that was, um, at Tuxedo New York, um, which I've been back to a number of times at this point, but, um, And I realized at that point that, um, this was something I was going to want to get into. You know, I felt like I had some level of, um, I I guess I felt I was okay at it.
0: (laughs) Some level of confidence in the, in the sport, I I guess. Yeah. I knew,
1: I knew I could get better at it. Um, and I just loved the whole vibe about it. You know, it was. Well, the community
0: plays a big part in that, right? So big
1: time, big time. And, um. Yeah. So it's just something I started to look into. And it was also something that I knew that I could just, um, I could do either with other folks, I could do it by myself. Yeah. And it gave me a reason to, to to focus on my on my working out.
0: Okay. And so you, you were mentioning that you were in the f- football and lacrosse and all that. So you were already active, like you said, but were you already um, active in a way that you were you going to, did you have a gym membership Were you're going to the gym or was it just more active that you were playing those sports and you yeah. weren't really strength training and running and all that? Yeah, it, it's funny. I when I look back
1: at the years that I was playing in high school and uh, and college, I, I just I think it's really funny where I who I was as an athlete. I mean, some of it was a little bit of the time and lifting and all at least in my school wasn't that big of a thing in high school okay. um, when I was uh, I played quarterback in high school and. Um, my senior year, I think I was uh six feet tall and about hundred and sixty pounds and um it's about, it's like forty pounds less than I weigh now yeah uh, and um I can't believe I was playing football i mean i you know that yeah. I survived uh, but so the culture wasn't really around um weight training and all that weight training and all that it was just kind of you you got fit by doing the sport and. Yeah. Um, there may be a, a handful of guys on the team who were lifting weights and things like that. A little bit more so in college. Um, in, in my first year in college, I remember I put on about 20 pounds, um, okay. came back to visit my high school and he, he at my football coach asked me where all that was, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, could have used those 20 pounds last year, but, um, but so that, that's where I started to sort of, I guess, just naturally too. just, you start to fill out and, and uh, yeah, and all, but you know, after that, um, I've never been one to just enjoy running for the sake of running. Um, you know, even uh, when I would go for a job, sometimes in my head, I would come up with a excuses, scen- yeah. scenario yeah. Or to, 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 to make it more interesting. Um, and, you know, here and there, I have a gym membership, but it really wasn't consistent. And I didn't, and, and on top of that, I didn't really know what I was doing. It was hit or miss,
0: I would show up and yeah whatever I kind of felt like doing, I would do no program whatsoever. Okay. So how did uh, transitioning, like, so your first two races, you weren't like you, like you mentioned, you weren't doing that gym member. You weren't doing those workouts. You weren't training. How did those two first races go for you? Um so Basically so, the question is how many burpees yeah. did you do at your first <laughs> yeah. Spartan race? That's a really good question. <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm sure it had to be at least 90, at well, least, okay. at least. Cause I know for, for the first couple go rounds, I I could not get the rope for the life of me. I I also have a fear of heights, which isn't helpful. Same here, same <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> so, uh, well, I thought I might be able to muscle it. I just thought, what's the, what's the other outcome that's possible here? And that's, that's falling 15 feet, and I wasn't, you know, didn't want to go there. Yeah. Um. So, pretty sure I couldn't get that. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think what else um but i know for sure that i was that i was doing burpees um and you know as as you know you've done them before it just it it totally changes the whole
0: yeah uh feeling of the race if you're just knocking those out yeah yeah for sure for sure and so now how how did you start so when did you start implementing uh the working out the running more for the sport of ocr yeah. And what you were doing before. Yeah. Okay. So when I started racing, like I said, it
1: was around 2014, yeah. 2015, I started to just get a sense of what I thought was I was going to need. Uh, I, I started to figure out what my weaknesses were. Um, one very specifically, I found a place that had a, had a rope and just sort of, you know, watch them. A lot of a lot of you spend a lot of time on youtube <laughs> you know someone please teach me how to do this um and so got a got a technique that felt good about that you know, gain some confidence um i knew right away that um incline running was was a weakness of mine uh i found myself in the early races just totally gassed after those and um and that was a big difference maker and um so probably for about a year or so I tinkered around and 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 in the process um, heading into 2016 is when I found um Yancy Cult. Yeah.
0: And, and, and okay. Yancey
1: Camp. Yeah. So and that was just, I mean, you know, it's 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 a game changer. Yeah. And uh, you know, I listened to uh his episode on, uh here on on living strong was great
0: yeah.
1: great 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 episode he's such a great guy and just he so is. motivating yeah he really, um, he really is uh but he was able to just for all of us really who who follow that program just give a structure to it all and uh and that that really just turned the corner because once i started doing the yancey camp workouts working on my grip strength all those things. Um, that's when I started to feel like you know what I think, I think I should give this a try and, and take it seriously. Okay. Um, you know, not quitting my day job. I'm not not <laughs> not going to be. You know, this is I'm not going pro anytime yeah. soon. But enough so that I can make it where it's it goes from just being fun to being fun and also you know competitive.
0: Yeah. 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 So so that was and so also so you said 2016 you got into the Yancy Camp program. Is that also yeah. when you did the switch or you, you stayed with Yancy Camp a bit before you started going into the competitive heats and all that? So. Uh I think um
1: let's see, I started going competitive shortly thereafter. Um mm-hmm. just kind of kind of to see. Some of it was I was feeling more confident, some of it was around the 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 rule structure of open versus competitive yeah. um i was aiming for you know i wanted to be at the same standard as the elites and all um and i wanted to see what that what that really meant and i wanted to to test myself against it um and you know for the first few races there wasn't placing anywhere of, of note, you know, like, but I just, I, I was getting a better and better sense as to who I was going to be as a OCR athlete and yeah. trying that out. And, um, you know, it went from competitive to, to age group. Um, I can't even remember when that switch happened, but that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago. And then well, there was also,
0: you guys in the U S got a couple years ago. Us, we got it like maybe two or three The the switch.
1: Okay. Yeah. That and, um, and also with that switch, you know, came the, there's no longer the masters yeah. uh, elite, which was, you know, at my age was <laughs> probably where I was gonna, if I was gonna go elite, that that was something I could think about. Cause I yeah. felt like I was uh, doing all right in, in uh, with my, with my age group. Um, so that's when I kind of settled into age group, which, you know, frankly, it, is right now I'm in 45 to 49, and it's a pretty serious. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> pretty serious. For hatred. sure.
0: For um, sure.
1: There are a lot of guys who are the former, you know, Masters Elite guys, yeah. um, and and other guys who are just, um, uh, you know, really going at it hard and uh, and
0: making it tough for us all for <laughs> out sure. there. Which is great, though. I love. Yeah, I love it keeps it guys keeps up us up on there. our toes. It keeps us on our toes. Yeah so uh 2016 you started going into the age group competitive heats and all that so at that point in time how many races were you doing uh a year yeah I say um i think probably in the first
1: year um only maybe four or five okay. uh, something along those lines and then i started to get the trifecta kind of bug going okay. Uh, uh Spartan was really smart, you know. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were. They were. They were really smart, you know. In my first year, I remember I did a couple sprints, and I think I did a super.
0: Yeah.
1: And I l- finished that season, and I had you know a bunch of trophies, but I only had two out of the three wedges. Yeah. And I was just stared at those in the off season, like I can't let this happen again. <laughs> uh, so they're they're really good. That's a, that's a s- smart move <laughs> and motivating. Mo- yeah, motivating. for sure, for sure uh and so after that my goal was to try to um start hitting
0: some trifectas and and see what the what the beast course was all about yeah yeah and so now uh at at this point in time do you specialize in any races are you still a trifecta guy and you try to get all three uh, races enough of those three races every season so at, at this point
1: i'm kind of uh specializing more in the in the sprint and super okay. area i think some of that be and i'm curious to see how it goes this year with things being becoming a little bit more standardized in yeah the distance the super actually is a sounds like it's going to be a pretty neat yeah it's going like to be a fun a fun little 10k race. yeah like yeah um that's a nice distance um i i it's tricky because with sprints um one mishap and yeah and, and that's it it's, it's a you're goner <laughs> that's it that's it That's it. um and also for me uh, and i've gotten better through actually through yancey camp and i've gotten better at warming up um but the super i always liked because i felt like it took me and especially a lot of the northeast courses in the states they start immediately uphill yeah uh, um and so it would take me i felt like a good three quarters of a mile to a mile to get to get moving, and so midway through a super, I started to feel really, yeah, really good and strong. Uh, gotten better, uh, so that I'm ready to go for sprints. But, um, but the, the the specialization into the, sh- the shorter races came after um, two years ago. Um, I had done a handful of beasts, um, and I decided to jump into my first ultra. Okay. Um, which was in New Jersey. And that was um yeah, that was yeah, I guess that would have been twenty actually I think that's eighteen. That's eighteen. Yeah, that's twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. And uh did the uh ultra and um it was hard. Yeah <laughs> it was really hard. Um and actually it was a race where there was some weather uh, that day, and, and a bunch of us um, got held up. Actually, at a certain point, because they were worried about um, thunder and lightning, okay. you know, and uh, so we had to to wait. And there was a there was a period of time where some of us thought that uh, I think at that point we were maybe twenty eight mi- you know, twenty six something miles yeah. in, and we were thinking that they were going to call it. And oh, just man. Looking at each other like I can't believe. There's you can't take this from me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and uh, but they let us let us go ultimately and finish, uh, which was great. And uh, swore I would never do <laughs> like that. That just took <laughs> it out of never again. And um, and lo and behold, later that year, I was signed up for uh,
0: the Killington Beast. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm planning and on doing that one this year. If if everything works out, that's my that's my uh, oh, A race this year. Yeah, it's <laughs> such an unbelievable venue.
1: It's yeah, it's such a cool place. It's beautiful. Um, and I've done a couple beasts there. I was signed up for the the beast, and uh, for some reason, the the Tuesday before, I said to myself, um, "Killington is just it's killer no matter what." It's gonna hurt no matter what. Why not just really go for it? And so I I switched my registration oh, to the man. ultra <laughs> the Tuesday before it, having not trained not trained for an ultra in any way shape. Oh my god! And uh it it was it, it took everything out of me. I I used literally almost every minute of the uh, of that they would allow on the course. Yeah. Um, at the at the halfway point, when you go back to the you know your your bucket to refuel and all, um, I was well ahead of the the halfway cutoff and I was feeling really great. Um, and uh, I don't know if you'd heard anything about the the ultra loop that they yeah. had added in, but it was just it was brutal. But I um, I felt pretty good and I was well ahead of the time hack and felt like I got this. And then with each successive time hack it got closer and closer I was just I was just falling apart um but um you know made it through uh and I want to say maybe there was 10 minutes wow uh remaining before it it would have been uh game over game over and and, uh and so I crossed it and after it, it literally took me about two to three weeks to recover from that Wow! Uh, just, just totally. I, I ate easily, you know, six thousand calories a day for about a week straight. I, I've never been so depleted in my life. Yeah, for sure, wow. for sure. Well, the ultras are, as they say, ultras. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> they are beds
1: yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so after that, that's when I was like, you know what?
0: Yeah, it's
1: sprints and supers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my, 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 where I'm getting to all to this question now is. Your lifestyle, so you, you mentioned that you're a, a, a school principal at an elementary school. I know the Yancey Camp workouts. For people that don't know Yancey Camp workouts, they sometimes tend to be very long in, yeah. in time. And seeing your Instagram, you're practically always working out. I never <laughs> see a day that you're not. So how do you how do you balance it all? How do you yeah. to to get that equilibrium in your life? And especially you also mentioned that you're a family man. So yeah, how do you get it all done? Yeah, so that's a good question. I mean,
1: I think um so what it's meant for me is well, I should probably start here is uh my family in particular my wife is super supportive. I mean, super supportive. Uh and I couldn't do it without without that support and uh and the support of support of my kids. Um the one thing that I I try to do to to help with all of that is my, my workouts are super early. Okay. Um, so most days, most weekdays anyway, uh, my alarm is set for 410 in okay. the morning, uh, 410 in the morning with the goal of being active at my gym, uh, by 430. Okay. Well, wow. so, so it's quick. I'm up and, uh, up and out and I, I head over to the gym. A good friend of mine opened a gym, uh, t- only about a month ago.
0: Yeah. I saw on your uh, Instagram. Yeah yeah it's really it looks like a really cool gym. It's a great place. It's uh, yeah
1: elite uh, fitness and performance, and uh, uh, Sean, uh, my trainer there is is awesome and super motivating. We have a good the breakfast club we call it, yeah. and uh, it's uh, so I'm there, and uh, you know, typically I'll have from about four thirty to to six yeah okay. um, which captures a a good amount of the Yancey camp workouts, yeah some of the some of the uh, some of them I have to scale a yeah. little bit. Um but it's something that yeah you've done them. You yeah. learn over time that the one that looks like it's gonna be pretty reasonable is the one that just crushes yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh so but the balance is for me is it's 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 worth that trade off for me to be up early, get out of the house, um, you know, I come back uh in time to uh take the dog out and uh and typically uh have enough time to make you know, the kids breakfast um okay. in the morning and all that and um my wife is also up and getting ready she's also a teacher okay. um she's up too and um if all is going well and according to plan yoga she's doing yoga and that kind of thing so we try to Get it all done uh, in the morning, and then we were off to work, get the kids off to school and um, you know coming back after the work day, um, you know the work workout is already in the bank, yeah, exactly. and uh, there's too many too many variables yeah. that can that can set our, either one of our days off in the in the evening, so having it done in the morning is great and uh, it allows for family time and helping the kids with homework and
0: for sure oh i'm a know. big a big big believer in morning workouts i just find yeah. that they set up your day like totally. you get rid of the hardest thing first right yeah. Yeah. so get rid of the workout in the morning and then your day is an easy breeze totally and totally. Uh, so yancy does three workouts a week yeah so I I see that you work out more than three times a week. So what, what else do you implement into your workout regime regime to be able to compete at your level and all that? Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, at, uh, on my best weeks, uh, you know, I'm getting, hitting all three of those Yancey camp workouts. Um, and on the other days, uh, I'm still working on a a lot of running, um, in particular. Um, I've gotten to the point where I, I feel uh proficient at at the obstacles. Um I, I I like everyone, I make mistakes from time to time. I get careless or just lose focus. Um so like this past season for some reason, twice the Z Wall took me out. Just because I I think to myself this is no no problem yeah I'm it's no so big ass and all of a sudden And then I <laughs> slip off and there I am doing thirty burpees I yeah. just can't believe it um, so uh, but I feel pretty proficient so I think the 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 difference maker for me heading into this season is just um, you know how fast can I move it from obstacle to obstacle um, and the Yancey camp work definitely helps in terms of the elevating the heart rate yeah and then training yourself to be able to come back down and 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 focus on the obstacles like a spear throw or something like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, a lot of running and um also on off days I've I've started again getting back into just some straight weightlifting. Good. Yep. Um just to have some baseline strength baseline yeah. strength. Um and just you know trying to make it so that anything that involves the heavy lifts, bucket sandbag all those things make it so that it's takes less of a, a toll
0: on the body uh come race time yeah for sure cool yeah so it uh, shows that you were mentioning like before your wife does the yoga your kids are in do, in doing uh, some races as well so yeah. I, I i get i see that the becoming uh, that that first race really changed if i correct me if i'm wrong but changed the whole your whole family's life as well, because I got your kids into it, got your, maybe your wife into it. So do you feel that being healthy and fit really empowers people in life and, and makes us fulfill different, uh, bigger and better dreams? Like what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I definitely do. I mean, I, I think
1: for me personally, I'm at my best as, um, as a husband, as a dad, uh, at work, I'm, definitely at my best when I'm also in a good routine with my, with my health and fitness. There's no question. It's become so much a part of my routine that if it's, if it's missing, uh, it might sound odd, but there's like a, there's an energy I can feel it inside. That is, uh, I need to get it, need to get it in. If I'm not getting it in, I get irritable. You know, I
0: know I'm the the same exact way. Like if, if one morning for some reason I hit that snooze button or whatever may happen. And, I missed that workout. That day is don't don't yeah. bother. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have a have a <laughs> a, a ticky time bob, like I like to say. <laughs> yeah, it hap-
1: it happens for me too. And also I find myself uh something I need to get better at is uh you know, sometimes if you um, you know, take a misstep on the on the health and fitness, you know, miss the workout. Uh it's a little easier to make the excuse to say, well, maybe I'll just write off this day and you know, I'll, it's, I'll eat a whole pizza now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why, what, you know, just what? call it a day. Yeah. Um, but to really try to just reset, um, the other thing that, uh, I think has really impacted my life from this, um, has been one of the kind of mantras from Joe DeSena and Spartan. Um, I guess I would say two, one is from Joe DeSena, the other from Yancey. Um, with, with Joe, it was kind of the, uh, his goal, one of his goals was to reset everyone's frame of reference yeah. on things. And racing has definitely done that for me in a big way where you're, you're, you're coming up against some things you never thought you could do. Yeah, for sure. You overcome those, you um, really push through and you see what you're capable of and you see what, you, you get a new level of what is difficult and um you know i I often find myself saying uh, you know i have a whole new frame of reference on a lot of things this whatever this is fill in the blank it's not easy i've done way harder than this i've done it and it makes me you know push through a lot of things and then uh then the other is uh from yancy one of my favorite well i mean I, I joke, I see Yancy's my Yoda. Um, he's my Yoda. Um, he just has so many little, you know, yeah, wise, so wise things. Yeah. Um, but his idea of, of flushing to green. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he but
0: spoke about yeah. it on the podcast. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's something I felt like I've been pretty good at throughout life. Um, but just having that language, too, is really helpful. Whether it's in a race, something goes, like I was saying, that Z-Wall. Yeah. Whatever the case, just you really have to push through it and uh, and get to a place where you can uh, be effective in whatever it is. Again, family, job, yeah, uh, whatever. But
0: I, I think it impacts all facets of life. Yeah, for sure. So question for you. Yeah. you said you're a principal is it mandatory <laughs> at your school that your <laughs> teachers do Spartan races <laughs> it is
1: it isn't but uh I, I think <laughs> my teachers would say you know anyone anyone who's willing to listen I'll talk to them about it. <laughs> okay
0: cool uh, that, so you try great. to that, preach the the yes. spartan way at, uh, at they school. all
1: they all know I do them uh I try not to talk about it too much but you know they kind of one of the a lot of folks that I work with at school, um, if I haven't seen them in a while, the first question is, you know, what's next? You know, yeah, what, yeah. what What's coming up? Are you racing this weekend? It's, <laughs> it's always out there. And, uh, you know, nothing will uh, make your your students look at you differently than showing them a picture of you, you know, doing a spread eagle jump over fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole nother, you know, level of uh, respect for you. For sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure yeah so uh i know you're also now uh i don't know how it works you could talk about it but i could train with you through Yancy yeah cap as well so how did that yeah. come into effect so
1: you know i i believe in uh in supporting um good people you know it's just period and a lot thankfully through ocr i've been able to connect with some uh, you know some various companies but also behind those companies are, are are excellent, excellent people. And I um that's the perfect combination and I want to support them. So I, I since getting involved with Yancey, I've tried to be as much of an ambassador for that program as possible and trying to get people involved and um uh and also we, at, at, a, at a point Yancey decided that he was going to kind of branch out and allow some of the, you know, people who have been with him for at least a period of six months, I believe was the criteria to apply to be a regional, uh, athlete. And essentially what that boils down to is, you know, Yancey is the, the, the sort of the head coach of all. And then each of us has our, um, OCR elite athlete that we follow, follow the program. Yeah. We follow, I follow Michael Mark. Okay. Um, just kind of felt like we were, uh similar in terms of uh our goals and uh had a chance to chat with him and just really felt like we uh connected on a lot of things so um you know he is my uh sort of direct program that I follow and so I'm kind of under him and so it's like a a little bit of a family yeah, <laughs> in that way sure. and um and so I I think it's really a it was a great initiative by Ansi to do this to have the regional athlete program because you know he's he's super supportive, and you can get in touch with them and, yeah. and all. But like a, a good friend of mine actually just signed up literally yesterday yeah. under under my program. And while he certainly will reach out to Yancey, um, I've been at it for a long time, so I end up kind of being his coach. And yeah, exactly. if I have a question, I take mm-hmm. it up to the next level. I could talk to Michael Mark. I could talk to Yancey. Um, and so I think it's a great idea. It's just another way to spread the word and for get sure. more people involved.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool thing that he did with that. Uh, when yeah. I saw it, I'm like, "Oh, that's really interesting." And there's a bunch of uh, regional athletes that he has now too. It's uh, it's a nice number for uh, for him. Yeah,
1: it's expanding for sure.
0: Huh. So, um, well, how was your uh, 2019 year of OCR? Were there any yeah. ups and downs, and how did that uh, how did that go? Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, it, overall, I would say it was a it was a pretty successful year f- for me. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Part of it had to do with um, sort of committing to those sprint and uh, super distances. Um, I was finding that you know I wasn't quite as beat up after after races, and and also um, that helped a little bit on that. But um, I got in about uh, I think trying to keep track. i was gotten down some notes. I think I, I think I raced in total about a dozen times. Okay, um, you know I, if I. I would race every weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday, if you know, if I could. But I have to be realistic with my other uh, things that are going on. But uh, you know, out of those dozen or so races, about seventy-five percent of the time, I was um, top ten in in my age group. Okay, Um, and that that's kind of been my that's my kind of artificial marker for whether or not That's i up. feel like i had a good race if, if at this point um if i if, if i'm not hitting top 10 uh, i'm gonna be a little dissatisfied with the outcome yeah, for sure for um sure. it's kind of my expectation on myself right now um so some you know one really great weekend um was actually down in austin okay. uh i i actually stayed at Yancey's house, Oh wow. cool. um, <laughs> which was, uh, which was great. He, he's just such a uh, hospitable person. Yeah. And, uh, he often says, you're, you know, you're all welcome around my fire. He means it. <laughs> uh, and so I was just kind of looking at whether I want to do something different outside of the Northeast. I've always only raced in the Northeast and, um, I looked at Austin and I thought this could be kind of cool. Go, go, yeah. go. Uh, and, and hang out with Yancey and uh, he kind of just extended that to me to, to say, "You know, welcome to stay with me." And I just that—that that was the sealed the deal. Um, yeah, for sure. Definitely going. Uh, I mean, as a as a fellow Yancey camper, you can only imagine. You know, you get pretty excited for races. Yeah. But if you're in Yancey's house, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picturing it now. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other level of like, you know, you just can't even wait to get going. Um, so it was the super on Saturday. Race the super on Saturday, and uh, I came in uh, uh, in, uh, in seventh that day, yeah. and that felt that felt pretty good. And uh, it was a fun course, totally different from the Northeast. Yeah, in terms for of sure. Of um, but then you know, it was right after that I went back to to the house and waited for uh, Yancy to come back. Went out to dinner and got to just debrief and talk about the race what went wrong you know what went well and kind of just game plan for the next day um and what made that really exciting too was that he was going to be racing uh the sprint on sunday and we're in the same age group yeah so we were literally right next to each other at the starting line um and my goal (laughs) my one goal was to (laughs) see how long i could keep him in my sights Uh, (laughs) And uh, you know it's, and also try to run my own race as well. Yeah, so we all took off uh, together. It was a little bit of a downhill to start, and um, you know, it felt fast for sure. Uh, I looked at my my watch, and I, I think we were running like a five ten. Wow, something crazy, and I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I see how this is going to go. And, uh, we I, I managed to hold that for uh, for I don't know felt like felt like a short time I think maybe it was a a third of a mile or something okay. like that like I was moving along and, and kept him around and and uh, in in short order he was gone um, but uh, on that day uh, he came in I want to say he took second that day I think it was okay. I think it came down to a spear throw he was he had a clear lead okay then came down to a spear throw. Um and for me that was a a massive victory to be, you know, in the same, you know, him second, me seventh. Felt like I was somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh so that was a that was a huge victory. And then just hanging out uh for the day, uh on the course. Um but uh right after it was over, they also had the trail series uh in Austin. And uh just funny, I had my backpack over where Yancey was. He was running the um you know, all the challenges with the uh, um, Spartan Rams and all. And, uh, I just thought to myself, I have, uh, about three hours until I need to leave for the airport to go home and I can just hang out or how about this? Why don't I just go ahead and register for the trail? (laughs) So I, I, I ran over, registered for the trail on site, uh, threw my backpack into the, the pit where Yancy was yeah. doing his workouts. He said, just leave it. I ran. I missed the start oh, um, and just tried to catch everybody as fast as I could and uh, ended up taking uh, seventh in that too. So it was wow. seventh, all, seventh all weekend. So lucky seven. So lucky seven, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, seventh, so that, was just, that was just a really uh, a, a fun weekend, uh, a whole lot of fun with that. And then um, I guess the other one that was just great, again, from a family standpoint was I raced uh West Point in Good. August and uh on Saturday um it was two things. I guess it was that was one of the Z Wall days and and spear throw. And uh I came in tenth and um you know again it was top ten so I was okay with that. But I just thought to myself I can't believe I fell off the Z Wall. Yeah. Can't believe I missed the spear and um I was I had a friend with me. We didn't we, we raced together and drove back and uh he could just see it on me. I was I was fuming. I, yeah. and I and I'm not I'm a pretty laid back person. Yeah. So uh I got home and, mm. and, and ran through the whole thing with my wife and um she said, Is is there a race tomorrow? And I said, Yeah, but you know, like I already did this all today. And uh we live about fifty minutes from West point. Yeah. She's like, go back, go back, do it again. So that—that's what I mean about her. She was yeah. just, she pushed she's me. Very back. supportive. I, that's really good. She, she's awesome. I uh, ran a ran a clean race. Beautiful. Second. The next day, uh, came in fifth. Nice. Um, took a bunch of time off uh, from the day before, and
0: uh, so I was able to just. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome again yeah. for a lot of reasons. For sure, and so you—you mentioned about twelve uh, races uh so my two uh points on that how many of them are spartan races are they all spartan races or are you doing because uh the picture you sent me for that we're gonna use as the is <laughs> the bone frog so yeah are are you i'm guessing you're doing other ocr uh, races
1: as well right yep yeah uh primarily spartan i'll say i do the most of those um i typically will get uh one savage and one bone frog are you each two, just okay. based on where they're where they're located i did Two bone frogs. Um, this past season, because I was trying to get the trident. Yeah, which is, I think that might be the yeah the, the picture that I yeah. sent. Yeah. Um, and so I ran the the um the challenge the first time around, and then decided I was going to go for the trident. And there was a race that was pretty close by, so on that next day, next race, I ran the the tier one, and uh, and then did a sprint lap. Okay. On top. That so, that was uh what got me to the, the um the try right. cool. over, over two races, cool. And then uh, and then uh, this year I did my first uh high rocks, okay. Uh, which is uh, which was awesome. That was um, such a great workout. Uh, that was in New York City, yeah. you were talking about it, yeah. And uh, so that was a lot of fun, a totally different workout. And now I'm psyched to see what uh spartan yeah uh, company does with decafit because yeah. it's um uh, it looks that, very interesting that same idea of just you know pushing yourself to the limit through these yeah. different stations and so um I, I i'm working on my 2020 calendar right now uh again kind of the whole family thing my my wife and i will sit down and look at a calendar yeah and, we just sort of say, you know, what's the A-race? Like you were saying, Killington's, yeah. what's, what are the ones you just can't miss? And then what are the what are the bonus ones? And those, the bonus ones kind of get penciled in on the calendar. and
0: Yeah, everything else of, is in pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and we kind of see what's going on as a family. You know? Yeah, it's, of course. Nothing's going on. I'll just, I'll go hit the race. But um, as soon as uh, DecaFit releases uh, all the dates, um, I'm hoping to add, I know they're going to have Boston and New York all are, are in striking distance for baseball. Yeah
0: hopefully add that into the mix as well cool and um so when you go to races that are outside that uh, you have to uh, like do you go to races that you sleep over a night or is it mostly like i how, how out of how many races do you sleep over a night yeah um just looking at my schedule uh,
1: maybe you know just a handful of them handful. I'm staying over i'm lucky enough that i'm within uh you know about yeah. You're in like the Two prime hours, location yeah. yeah. of a lot of these races. Um, some of that again is just the balance that we were talking about before. Uh, you know, I would love to leave work on Friday, go up early on Friday, go check yeah. out the course, do all that kind of stuff and just be there in the morning. But I also really value uh, my, my time with my family. And so try to balance that out with, if it means getting up a little extra early and going on a Saturday morning and going directly to the race, I'll do that. Um, but you know, outside of anything more than a couple hours, it, I feel like it negatively impacts the my race. If, yeah.
0: If I'm up, you know, super early and trying for to sure. go a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and do you? Are you a? Uh, uh, so I'm because I'm I'm guessing. Uh, do you get the season pass or you just book your races as you go? Um, so I've been lucky enough
1: to have, um, some people, uh, help me out with some codes here or there, or just with, um, through some different connections and all. So I've been going, registering as I
0: go, um, I do the same thing. I get some codes here, there. But yeah. I volunteer also to the races, so I get this code yeah. codes as well. So, yeah, um, I've been been really
1: lucky with um, you know a couple different asso- associations I have. I, I, um, you know, I'm a, a red team athlete yeah. for for ultra uh, running, and um, I like to I volunteer with them sometimes and and uh, work on you know helping them sell shoes at the at the races um and then another uh ambassadorship that i have is with athletic brewing company yeah um really great guy actually lives right near me uh and um from time to time he he may have you know a code, yeah, a code or something, or like something. That. that's really
0: cool yeah i wanted to talk to you about actually the the ultra red team and yeah like so, uh brewing so how <clears throat> how is it being an ultra red team ambassador like I, I tried I applied this year. I'm still waiting yeah. because the Canada one is a bit later than uh, the U.S. Uh, one. Oh, okay. So I applied and I'm waiting to see if I get any. Oh, back. good luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll see. How, yeah. how did uh How did it happen? When did it happen? And uh, how is it going? Yeah. So um I I, I was asked uh, or
1: I applied last year um and was accepted as an ambassador uh. Last year, so for all 2019, I was um, a, a red team uh, athlete, and um, you know, all of my my posts and and all are t- are tagged with them. And whenever I can feature them, I feature them. I, I again, this is good people and a and a good product. Yeah. I I really swear I I have to believe in the product to do any yeah. kind of promotion. So I, I I've it's a been a game changer for me their 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 shoes um had sort of chronic knee problems and uh started to have some hip problems and all and and as soon as i switched over to the ultra shoes um just all just disappeared and so let me know that i was had a lot to do with my form which the with the shoes uh help with yeah of course and then also just the they're just so comfortable uh and uh and I, I really feel like enhance my overall performance on course. So um, it's been fun. I've had a, the opportunity to volunteer at a couple of races and again, you know, sort of promote the the brand. Uh, I never thought I would get such a charge out of, um, you know, having someone come and say, tell me about these shoes. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you talk to about it for a little while and they're like, all right, I'll take these. And uh, uh, it's really cool. And I've never been really in sales <laughs> at all. So... Yeah. Got a real charge out of that. And, you know, it was fun to be able to, to race in the shoe and then, and then, uh, cause I would race early in the age group and then spend the morning, uh, talking about the shoes. It's great to just like, you know, have the shoes on my feet. Yeah. Um, and, and talk to folks about, um, how they have impacted my my performance and and my overall health.
0: For sure.
1: Um, cool. and then, uh, so that's, that's been terrific. And I was, you know, super excited to be asked, um, back on for 2020. So I'm just going to keep that going. And, uh, I, I have a bordering on an unhealthy collection of ultra shoes in my I could closet. Just, I, could, I could
0: just imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's the kind of, you know, it's, oh, I have to just, I have to get my, get it under control. Um, <laughs> But uh, I feel like I have something for every occasion yeah. um uh, but I, I love them they're they're super comfortable.
0: do you also wear their like uh, casual shoes or uh... yeah I
1: actually just got those recently
0: okay. um and I think
1: they went on this you know a, a a big sale and i uh uh you know they're great too i really really like them uh, I think probably with the next move is they just released some uh you know winter guess yeah. that uh that look awesome so. That's different enough so I won't feel too guilty about it. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Cool. And uh, so how did the uh, Athletic Brewing uh, come about? Was it just a conversation you had with the owners or
1: Yeah, it's kind of a funny story because um I uh I came I found them on on Instagram. Yeah. Saw them promoting uh and then just on a on a regular errand out to uh, I think it was a Whole Foods. Uh, I saw it. It was my local, my local store. I saw it and I thought, Oh, I've I've been seeing this, you know, advertising works.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: And I I saw it. I was like, Oh, let me give this a try. And it was their, um, their IPA. And, uh, I thought, wow, this is really, this is really a good product and I I, I can get into this and, um, got it started to, to post about it on Instagram a little bit. Um, you know, they're really great too, really interactive. I think we started to sh- you know share uh you know some direct messages and all and ended up following each other. Um started following athletic brewing on Strava. Okay. And this is kind of I always talk about it as kind of like a stalker, stalker moment for me. But I, I was looking at the owner uh and we're looking at runs and everything and it's like, you know, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but it would appear that all of your runs start two blocks from my house <laughs> and uh and uh and so i it turns out that that's exactly where he lived and, cool uh, yeah and so we just started got together and went up went for some runs and things like that and uh then eventually uh he launched a uh an ambassador program uh and i immediately jumped on again you know re- good product um great person people behind it um yeah. uh he and I actually went for a run just the other day um just bumped into each other in the neighborhood and went for a run which is great um and it's just been the right product for the OCR lifestyle um just because well actually i think this year he told me i, I believe they're going to be at the finish line of maybe every us race i could be miss speaking there. I, but, I,
0: I heard about that also. Yeah. I heard some, uh, some, something through the grapevines about that.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I've never actually been one to take the, uh, the post-race beer. I don't know. Uh, I, guess me, me. I, I just always, I'm so dehydrated at that point. I'm kind of like, uh, so this, this, this solved that problem. And, uh, and also in race season, You know, I'm a fairly social person. I like to, you know, grill and have a good time and be on the beach and everything. Uh, I think it's when you can, and I enjoy beer, so it's it's kind of thing where um, on a Friday night, the night before a race, you know, you can have a, 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 you know, a few of those uh, non-alcoholic beer, and it's it's uh, tastes great and um, and. You know, no negative impact on on sleep um, or recovery. Uh, sure. or that so I'm ready to go for for
0: workouts and races. Cool. So we're going to start wrapping uh, wrapping up the podcast. Yeah. So my uh, I have a, like two questions that I want to talk to you about. First one, you mentioned a bit uh, throughout the podcast. We're talking that you're still building your 2020 uh, season races and all yeah. that, but you have certain goals or uh, an a race already planned out, or you're still looking yeah. at
1: it. Yeah, um, I don't quite have an A-race uh, just yet, but I, I will say, you know, I'm going to maintain, for 2020, I'm going to maintain that um, that top 10 as my baseline for a, a solid performance. And, um, you know, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm chasing chasing a podium. Nice. Um, you know, I, 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 I feel like I have it in me. Um, I actually let one slip away um, at... Um, spartan sprint long island actually in november so not that long ago yeah uh i was literally in first place uh with about a third of a mile to go and uh this was another z it was um spear and then z wall back to back and you just can't do it so i went from uh first to sixth place so i I saw my first podium just disappear um so that's that's that that burn yeah yeah for sure so I'm, I'm definitely chasing that, and uh, I feel like I have it in me. Um, so I guess that's the that's the biggest goal right now. And then uh, it, it's always a goal to just stay healthy and, uh, and and try some new things. And like I said, um, you know, see what DecaFit's
0: all about when it comes For out. For sure. For sure. Cool. So we have a segment on the podcast. It's called the three tips segment. I like to call it. Yeah. It's a very simple name. Um, <laughs> so it's basically three tips you could give the uh, the listeners that they could start implementing into their life for them to start living what I call a strong life. Uh, that's why we call the podcast Living Strong. So what would be your three tips uh, to our listeners today? Yeah. Uh, so I think the I'd say my
1: first one is to um, really be honest with yourself about what your goals are um i think if you set some some pretty high goals and are honest about those actually being your goals and and being willing to achieve them then i think you're gonna you know really try for it um you know they should be realistic um a bit of a a bit of a reach um but be honest with yourself and say you know "I, i i really do believe in this and i'm gonna work hard to get to it yeah um so that that's one uh for sure another huge one is um, make sure you have uh, accountability partners yeah in, in your in your in, I guess in all areas but specifically I'm um, you know thinking about working out I, I have a group of group of people at the gym who expect me there in the morning yeah uh, I have a, a, a friend who's you know posts his uh, his watch
0: yeah um, i saw that chasing uh, uh, yeah uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i just posted that today
1: yeah yeah it's my favorite favorite instagram name out there uh, but uh but uh, he's a good friend of mine and uh just trying to get you know a little serious about maybe looking into ocr and so uh but you know it's it's uh who's gonna expect you to show up and i think that's huge um and, you know, I, I like to think I'm a pretty self-motivated person, but there's knowing that someone's uh, counting on you or that, you know, there's an expectation on you. It goes a long way. Cool. Um, and then my, my, my last one would be uh, you, ha- you have to bite the bullet and train your weaknesses. Um, I spent too long in the gym doing the things I was good at because it was fun and I felt successful. So, yeah. you know, working on grip strength obstacles and things like that, um, super fun, had a blast in the gym, felt like I made some, you know, good progress there, but what it came down to was, you know, you're not, you're not placing where you want to place, um, has nothing to do with the grip obstacles. Cause those are going, well, yeah, you, you know, every time that you run up a hill, you get tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, to work on that start working on it you have to just hit it head on so i have been trying to be again it's again I guess, I guess it's part of being honest with yourself what
0: do you need to work on and uh and really get after it cool so uh where would uh, be the easiest place to get in contact with you if the listeners want to uh, get in contact with you on so- social media where would be uh, the best way to, to get in contact with you so uh, if- I, uh, my Instagram account is definitely the way to go. Okay. Um,
1: and that's just, uh, OCR underscore Aru, um, OCR underscore A-R-O-O. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's a, an account, you know, completely dedicated to uh, the sport and my training. I don't do anything personal there, family yeah. life. nothing. it's all about the uh, training. Um, and then I also have uh, a Facebook page, which is, um, just you know, OCRu no no underscore, and that's largely a mirror of oh, the, the thing Facebook that, uh, uh, from Instagram. So, in terms of interactive, uh, it'd definitely be Instagram, and I, I uh, would love to see folks on there, and and uh, love to support anybody who's just getting started out or needs an accountability partner or anything like that. Um, it's the kind of thing I'm really into it and I'm passionate about the, about the sport and training.
0: So would love to uh to meet more folks cool well thank you so much john for being a part of the living strong podcast and i uh, i've learned a lot about yourself and how you live your lifestyle and everything and i definitely know it's gonna be a game changer to our listeners out there so thank you so much for sharing your story with us thanks for having me it was a blast knew it would be yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. awesome all right Thank you for listening to this episode of the Living Strong Podcast. If you guys enjoyed what you heard and want to share this podcast with the world, there's two things you could do. You could leave us a review so we get a bigger reach and it will help us out so much and you can leave that on iTunes or anywhere you listen to your podcast or you could share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much, guys. Keep living strong. Thank you for listening and being part of the Living Strong Podcast. Until next time, keep living strong.